want to see the kind of industries that are opening up. This is Local Biz Now with Joe Vagnone, where your business matters. Local Biz Now. You have to determine what is working, what isn't working. Joe Vagnone is a respected business broker, helping individuals buy and sell businesses. Joe has successfully owned and operated many companies in a variety of industries. This is Local Biz Now. Biz Now, because your business matters. Yeah. This is Monday afternoon. You are listening to the number one talk fitness show in all of North Carolina. We want to start your week by inspiring, informing, and entertaining you because that's what we do at News Talk WSIC. This is 105.9 FM, 100.7 FM, 1400 AM. I am Joe Vagnone. You are listening to Local Biz Now. We've got a show that's been going strong for 10 years. We have well over 800 uh, small business owners and community leaders that we have interviewed and have well over 522 videos that you could watch on my brand new sexy YouTube channel, uh, Joe Vagnone Business Broker. Uh, please go there and check that out. We have 101 subscribers. We picked up another <laughs> subscriber from nice. last week. Please go subscribe. We're on our way. We're moving to the big time of 100 subscribers. Uh, when I told Chuck Gallagher, my buddy, that I had 100, he laughed. You know, he's got like 6,000. Right. You, you understand? You know what I mean? Uh, Small steps. And <laughs> <laughs> We're also live on the book, live on the tubes. Um, that means streaming. So please go there. If you want to chit chat with me, I'll be more than happy to, uh, take your information and do my best to, uh, try and incorporate your Facebook comments into our conversation. This is local biz now. And if it's Monday afternoon, your business matters. And every Monday afternoon, I have a co-host to keep me straight and to make sure this show is worth your time listening Today is no exception. I have with me for the entire month, Chris Villani. Chris Villani is the absolute spectacular, my number one guest on the show. He has been on this show more than any one person. Uh, name of his company is Rise of the Super Athlete. Ground up design for mental toughness, unstoppable confidence. Um, that is my buddy, Chris. Chris, thank you for being here, my friend. Oh, absolutely. Love this. This is great. So, um, last week you were motivating, yeah, yeah. you were inspiring, you know, like I, I was ready to get up and go, go run. Right. I don't want to say marathon, but maybe to the freezer. Sure. Um, sure. and I was, um, feeling good about <laughs> it. I had two or three people right. send me a text and said, man, I, I just felt like I went through a coaching session right and they uh really enjoyed it yeah. um i'm curious yes um when you're talking with your your clients yeah do you feel like that is your job to push them and motivate them and inspire them because i remember when you were working with me yeah that isn't how you treated no, me i i never look at it as uh trying to motivate them uh, it's never the, the goal at all, whatever. When I look at somebody, whenever I see any client I work with, whether it's a young athlete, someone in business, someone who's trying to get to the pro level, it's more or less, what do they have hidden? 
what do they already have, what their abilities, what can they use, and then how can they grow and become better with that? So it's always about them winning. It's not me. All I'm there to do is to kind of help uncover certain things. And then we go along this fun journey where we're going to discover, learn, and grow in new different ways you never thought before. So me as the middle school coach that I am for lacrosse and football, Right. right? Right. I'm that guy. I'm yes. hollering. Right. You, you're right. Saying, right. I am yelling at the top of my voice. Yeah. Right. You understand? Yeah. Uh, I'm that coach. Sure. That's not you, right? Well, but you're you're. It's it's different, right? Because I'm not typically yelling, even though I can. I'm Italian, so I have that that, right. that that's <laughs> right. part of me who I am. Right. Um, typically, I don't. People who come to me are are usually kind of really good at what they do. They're kind of clear about what it is they want. And now we're looking at how do we build this to make sure that we can execute every single day. And my biggest thought, one of my biggest beliefs, is if I can have you winning on your worst day, we're going to be good. And that's what you have to think about. How do I know this person would be winning on their worst day? And it doesn't matter what that is, but you get to define what that looks like. You get to look at your life and go, what would it look like? How will I attack it? What does this mean? Not just hope. Hope's not a strategy in this case. Hope does exist. But what we want to do is eliminate much hope that, that we can. But go, wait a second. If I'm living today for the last time, how would I want to live it? What would be different? So for me... When I'm hollering yeah. at the kids, yes. right? Yeah. Um, it is to push them to go just one yeah. more step. Right. When I read yeah. your website, which, by the way, it's a great website. Uh, please go to riseofthesuperathlete.com. It's just a great website. Um, you talk about a mental approach, right. and that's where it starts. Right. So yelling yes. isn't going to get me there, right? Well, it's, it, but you're, what, you're, what you're saying is you're trying to say one strategy is better than, than another. It's not. All of them matter. It's just how you're going to play it. It's sort of like the, the, the keys in the piano. There's not a wrong note and there's not a right note. It's how you compose it in that moment to make whatever you're trying to do there. So that's how you'd have to best answer that question, the context. It's, it's, you don't go into churches and yell typically, but when you're at a rock concert, you're yelling. Context matters. And that's what you're doing. In this context of you doing what you do, they also understand and they probably have respect for you. Right. So they understand this is how Joe does this. This is how he's trying to help us help us keep focused. This is how he's trying to keep us, you know, it's sharp and in line. Oh, so, my, my kids used to say, coach, when are you going to yell at me? Yeah. Like, <laughs> to them, it was attention. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, you're not making fun of them. Right. You know, you're encouraging them. Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so um, what you bring me? Because uh, uh, you're not allowed to come here yeah. on Monday afternoon right. unless you bring something. Right. Wait a minute, wait a minute, let's back up, let's back up. Yes. For those few people <clears throat> that do not know who Chris Villani is, mm-hmm. right, remind them what Rise of the Super Athlete is. Right. Uh, let, let's, let's do that. So Rise of the Super Athlete is, essentially says this. Most people who want to be good or excellent in their life, they kind of just go on every day hoping that they can make or get to the to, to the end in mind. What I do is I say, wait a second, not just hope, not just kind of do these daily stuff that you have to do, but if you could build it on your own. In other words, you want to get that gold medal, that winning deal, that business that you want. Then let's look at it. How would it look? 
what would you have to do? Who do you have to become to do this? And from a ground up, we then audit everything and then take a look forward. What do we have to build? This is who I would become. This is the resourcefulness I would bring to it. These are the people I'd bring them together. This is the disciplines I'd have to trade out or the new meanings I have and to do. And everybody's different. And that's the beautiful part. I never get bored because no matter what I'm talking about, they could all be going towards the same goal. But the people are so beautiful and creative. They have so many ways to win. The, the the hard part is, is typically most people fight for their limitations more than their success. And Say that again. Yeah. Most people fight for their limitations more than their successes. Why? I, I think it's a protection mechanism. We have to feel good about ourselves. Uh, some people, maybe it's an ego thing. I don't want to feel like I'm, I'm all out there. And then what I if I go like... out there and lose? Oh. There's parts, all right? Because... You can have an athlete or someone in business saying, I want to be the best at this. Try to go out, tell everybody, but then not make it. What are people going to think about me now? And part of what we're going to talk about today, which is we're going to kind of get into one of the factors of that, is your beliefs. Right. Because beliefs matter. If you, beliefs are an interesting thing, and we can walk into the subject now. Here's what I mean by this. So when you're looking at a business, um, some businesses walk in there. Some people believe that business is hard. Some people believe that business is difficult. But there's other people who believe that business is a way to have an opportunity or to connect to others. Those are both what we call beliefs. Now, here's what's interesting. What they, what they allow, beliefs will always make sure that whatever you focus on, you will get, you'll go after and, and get, good or bad. Interesting. Yes. That's interesting. Yes. Okay. I'm really nervous. Right. We got to go to break. Yep. And Wilton promised me I had my bumper music. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he promised me. Yeah. We're going to find out. Now. All right. You are listening to Local Biz Now. If it's Monday afternoon, your business matters. We'll be right back. Brother Chris, good time to do that. Yeah, we got it. Wilton, you the man. You the man, Wilton. You the man. <laughs> good job. You are listening to the number one talk business show in North Carolina. We start your week. We will inspire, inform, entertain, because that's what we do at News Talk WSIC. This is Local Biz Now. I am Joe Vagnone, and I'm here with my buddy, friend, and superior rise of the superior athlete, Chris Villani. Chris, thank you for being here, buddy. Appreciate it. I love it. So I appreciate you stopping. Yeah. So that I could make sure the bumper music That's right. is bumping. That's right. We got to keep got it kicking. It. We, we officially got my bumper music that right. I have been begging for, right. pleading for, fighting for. Thank Mike Jackson. The only reason I have that music. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Um, anyways, that being said, what are you <laughs> going to teach us today? Mark? All right. So let's talk about beliefs. We're kind of talking a little bit about that. We talked about what a belief is. So I'm going to kind of go back a little bit. Um, okay. Well, let's. Where did I get that belief okay. that I can only do X, yes. right? You know what I mean? I can remember the day yeah. when, and there's nobody that supported right. me more than my mother. Right. When I told yes. her I was going to open up a second restaurant. Right. Honey, you can run two. Yeah. Right? Like, yes. are you sure? Yeah. You, you understand? Right. And, and so I, for some reason, I don't know, what, probably stupidity. Right. I thought I could. Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> you know it's a good thing to have. <laughs> right. But she did not. Right. Which led me to believe maybe I can't. Yes. Where does that come from? So you bring up a great point. Most beliefs, when you look at them, are typically something that we learn from others. 
role models, different ideas, um, identities. You know, when humans are born from like zero to like three, there is something that we learn more in that time period than we do our whole lives. And all we're doing is role modeling. And what that means is we watch other people. We see how they act. Zero respond. to three. Zero to three. I'm done by three. It says we learn most. Okay. Now, we still can change through the years because there's actually different adaptive years of, of change. But here's what happens is we non-critically accept it. So we see someone, usually it's going to be in some sort of uh, authority so we're, figure. We're, we're accepting everything right. till three. We, we actually goes, goes, a lot, goes through a whole life, actually. So what happens is is most people, they, they have to have somebody who maybe, if, let's say someone who was in business who wasn't successful, but you want to be in business. But they've always believed, they said, hey, it's always hard. you got to grind. Right. It's never easy. You're going to be money. away from your people family. Fun of you're you. right. You're going to be bankrupt. Gonna, and that's what you believe. You, blah, 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 blah. Now, try, try that on and try to attack a business and grow it. How successful do you think you're going to be? Right. i got to drop you, that somewhere. Right. Even if you were, you would not be happy with it. Right. And that's what happens with most things. So a belief is what it is. It's something that we believe to be true to ourselves. That's it doesn't have to be anything, but they help us guide our lives because we can't think about every little thing out there. So beliefs are important to have. What we have to do is figure out what beliefs do we currently have. So we'll kind of walk into it really quickly here about how I, what I talk about. Um, you want to do something called auditing beliefs. Okay. Why it is. Which is, is it, challenging that thought. We're, we're right? going to, yeah, we're going to get there. We're going to, we need to look at okay. take a look at this and see what it is. So if you're someone who wants to take your business to the next level, um, or if you want to make sure that you're not missing out on any t opportunities, because that could be very well possible. Maybe you're a business owner who's like, I don't know why I'm not being successful. I don't know why my business isn't growing. I don't know why my employees aren't listening. Right. Everything you put out there, especially in a convicted state or a, a really powerful state. I mean, I, your mind has to believe. I had that phone call today. Yeah. yeah. I had a young man from Charlotte call me and yeah. say, I've done this, I've done this, I've yeah. done this, I've done this. Joe, I can't seem to figure it out. Right. And that would be what, how are you asking that question? What is it you believe? What's kind of going behind the motor? It's the same thing. If I'm working with an athlete, they can believe they're going to be the greatest, but if someone, if some role model said it's going to be hard work, you're never going to be happy. You're going to be away with family. You're, you're never going to be, you know, enjoy yourself. And let's say one of their values is I want to be close to my family and friends, but what they're doing, they can't do that. Right. Now you're going to have what we call a conflict. So you'll always be chilling this way. You'll never really be uh, happy, but you're never, you there you, we you, go. I couldn't connect this. Now right. I got it. Yes. So okay. that's what so we're looking at. So a core value yes. that I really can't lose because it's me, right? It's right. who I am. It conflicts with the other interests right. I have of right. being successful. Exactly. Because if I have a value that says family means everything, but I want to become a powerful in business, a right. big business owner, multimillionaire, whatever right. that goal is. And you're and like, I okay, I can be good over here, a week to do it. but I can't be here. Why am I not happy? This is where people say they can become multimillionaires and not be happy while someone who cannot have money be happy. It's just how you have to define it. So what we do is we design an opportunity that says, wait a second, let's go ahead and audit this. Let's take a look at what we're trying to do. The very first step is what we're talking about here is for your business, you need to identify what your current beliefs that you have about it. This and I don't think I could do that on my own. In other words, I do need you to, yeah. to, to, to kind of throw this off of, because right. if not, I probably would miss the mark, right? right? Well, let me ask you a question. Say, what's, what would, would you believe uh, for your business? What is, a, what is one of your well, beliefs for, that you have for your business, for example? Well, you and I have kind of had this conversation before. For me, it, I thought yeah. when I very first got started, um, it was because I want to make a lot of money. Yeah. But it wasn't. Right. 
I wanted my time to yes. be my time. There we go. That was yeah. my core. Right. It was never money. Right. It was my time yeah. is my time. Right. But it took years for me to realize that because I would tell people, I'm in business because I want to make right. money. Because well, it sounds good to no, everyone I'm else. I'm it sounds business. good. <laughs> right. And that's what typically most people do. They get in there because maybe they didn't like their work. Someone else got into business. They believe right. it's the only way. But they've never really looked at it. Never considered what it really means. So you have to look at your current beliefs. What are the, what are the good ones? And what are the bad? List them all out. Right. You know, this is where you have to be almost like naked with them and be real. What are, what's really happening here? Once you do that, you're then going to evaluate those because, current beliefs. Because if... I mean, for me, if you look at that and that's my core, yeah. I have to be self-employed. Yes. Right? Like I, right. I cannot allow somebody else to have my time. Right. I didn't say I won't work. Right. I work 72 hours yes. a week if I have to, right? Absolutely. When I want to. Right. Right? Right. And so because of that, I have to. My choice is I must be self-employed, right? Right. But somebody else might have a different role. 100%. And the answer may come back... It, Self-employment may not be right, right. for you. That's and that's. It, it, but here's the thing about it: most people get into those decisions without even really thinking about it. They go, "Well, I know somebody who's done this. I'm going to kind of copy the model. I'm going to do like a McDonald's, whatever else, and I'll do this." But it's like it's like you kind of have a direction where you want to go, but there's no map to get there. So right. you start driving crazy. You get in the car, you're driving around, and you're wondering why you're hitting, why you're falling off the cliff all the time, or you're hitting all the different signs, and you're not doing what it is. It's because you haven't defined. Okay, if I'm doing business. Uh, one of the first questions you want to ask about your beliefs, you would want to ask yourself, are they helping my business to grow or not? That would be one of the first questions after you do your list. Okay, so you take a look at a current belief. Customers are hard to find. Well, is this helping my business? Well, no, we're going to audit that. That'll be number three. Okay, we want right. to change that. Um, are they helping you find opportunity? Beliefs are like, a, are, are like a laser. They will always help you define whatever is important to you on a belief. They will always be the thing that you will sort for and focus on in life, good Even or bad. Even if the belief is incorrect. 100%. Or, and that was how you do it. Uh, business is hard. We're going through COVID. This is all happening. It may be true. The problem I is, is your do, brain. That's I right. can't do what Wilt can right, do. Right, Wilt is smarter yeah. than me. Yep. Wilt knows how to press those buttons. Yes. I don't. Yes, right. exactly. Right. And then what it does, it's a series of protection and showing other people. It's, that's why people do it. Because people have two fears. One, uh, fear of not being enough and not being loved. It's always kind of thinking about this. I care so, about being loved because I got to be honest with you. Right. I don't really like people. Well, here's the thing about it. Here's what you, here's what you can say about this. Most men are significant driven, right? So most men will want to do something that they get a trophy or do things or build a house. Whereas most women, and this is just general because it changes. It's not everybody. Most women would look at something like a house and say it's for my family and bring people together. There's a difference. So that's what you have to look for. What is, what is it I'm going after? What's the belief I currently have? Is it supporting the business where I want to go? Because these could change right all the time i'm not i would not answer these questions the same way today that i would have when i was when right. i was getting started at, right. at 17 or pre-covid yeah so now the industry now the market's changed well now i have to re-go back what is the what is the what do i want the business to look like what are the current beliefs i have are they supporting me um are the current beliefs helping you connect with your clients well that's interesting that you say pre-covid Yes. Why did COVID change my and other people's thought process? Why did that happen? I think we got soft. Well, you say soft, but yes. I look at it yeah. and it's less productive, yeah. less ambitious, yeah. less need to grow. Right. And these are 
These are employees that I'm seeing. Yeah. These are these are staff members that I'm seeing. These are these are people that would have had a more ambitious approach right. to their job right. that that have been reduced. Right. When you, you stick I mean? someone, I in... got so many. I got so many clients yeah. who it, it's like the second thing they tell me. Yeah. Right. You know, obviously the consumers changed. Yes. Right. But the staffing has changed. Yeah. Dramatically, I'm right. not talking to a guy that's got he's got 78 employees, and he said, "Joe, the production, and you just simply have to accept it." Yeah. Which means the customers are accepting either less product, less service, right, or more time till they act till it's actually delivered. Okay, why well, did I'm, that I'm, happen? I'm going to change. Well, one, there's a standard going on. Most people, when COVID happened, what it did was the the sad part of it is we were scared to do anything. It scared everybody. And if you did anything that was out of just staying home, you were looked at as someone who was, well, there's a lot of trying to get stuff. somebody. Sick oh, it was bad. I mean, it was it was it was a whole different thing. Don't get there. me started because I want to blame that governor and New York for starting that. I just want I just want you to know that he's the one that started the panic. I want you to know that I believe that. But anyway, let's let's keep moving. Gotcha. I don't I don't want to I don't want to dwell on that. But here's I'll the, discuss that with Wilton later. All right. So here's the other thing I want you to think about. If there's something going on with any business, the the, the, the it's always the it's always the mindset of the of the leadership that matters. So if someone's having a problem with their employees, it's got to start with them asking a better question and where's what company wants to go and then lead his employees to where he wants to go in that area. Right. Okay. Let's take a break. Yep. We come back. Yep. Well, start my, start my bumper music. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Crank it up. Crank it up. Now we got it. Number one talk business radio show in North Carolina. Local Biz Now, where your business matters. I'm here with Chris Villani, creator of Rise of the Super Athletes. We'll be right back. Crank it up. Crank it up, Wilton. Crank it up. Yeah, we got we got Wilton doing the air guitar. Right. We got this working. You are listening to Local Biz Now. I am Joe Vagnone, and if it is Monday afternoon, your business matters. I'm here with Chris Villani, creator of Rise of the Super Athlete. My friend, thank you so much for being here. But yes, we were absolutely. right in the middle of discussing yes. the, the the vision and yes. the dreams right. and whether they work for or against us. Right, right. Got it. So let's kind of let's kind of finish off this with one last thing. So we're talking about beliefs. We're talking about the very first step is you want to identify the current beliefs that you have in your business. Number two is you want to evaluate those, what they are. Do they work for the business in the scope and capacity that you want to? Number three, which we have yet to, to get to, but will be the final part, the third act is what I call it, is define the beliefs that support the business. So what you want to do here is you want to start with the end in mind most again most people get into business they well in business seminars they say what's your why <clears throat> they do that right right, right. but but what's but before but that, this is I, much deeper than this that. is this different is, than that this is very personal right. that we're talking about we're talking about the personal mental health of the owner right Getting that core right, right, so that they can start the process yes. of running right. the the marathon, right. the, the race, the exactly. the, the game, 
and in this case, right. start the business. This is going to be where it's where this is part of you becoming part of the business, not just the business doing itself. Most people, when they get into business, it's like, let's say they do something like a McDonald's. They just follow a format and hopefully they follow it. It works. It's right. not that it's a bad one, but the problem is there's no ownership in there and you feel like you're not able to do what you need to do to be a creator in the business. So what you need to do is the very first thing is, again, number three is define the, the beliefs that support that business. This is where you take a moment and go, when the business is successful, what does it look like? What would I notice about it? Uh, what would my customers notice about it? And then you kind of ask yourself, what beliefs do I need to have to grow my business? And what beliefs do I need to replace? And those need to be done constantly. So what beliefs do I need to have and what beliefs do I need to replace? And you may want to do this every three to six months. Why? Because, again, things like COVID, which hopefully never, something right. like that doesn't happen again, but ch business changes every day. And just because you were successful See, yesterday doesn't mean you'll be successful you, today. You, you tired me out because <laughs> you're saying this is, a con this is constant. This is never ending. Yeah, but now but this is you get to grow right. with it. You are the architect. It's not something where, oh, my and gosh, that's it the, didn't that's happen. That's the good thing, right? What yes. do I want next? Why do I right. want it, right? Well, yeah, now you that, feel like right. that you're part of it, not that right. life's happening to you. You get to jointly with life. Ah, I can be say that again Architect. that's the key that's a good right. way to end this yes that that's a good point right so life's not happening to you you get to be the architect now you get to play with life life is undefeated so we now get to be the playful architect and that is the difference between success yes. and ultra success absolutely gotcha that's right chris falani you the man baby thank you you're the man you're the man thank you I'm going to introduce our next guest. You know him well. I, he's a great guy. I love him. If you've been in the Lake Norman area for any period of time, if you don't know this gentleman, um, you've been hiding in your basement. Uh, I'm <laughs> speaking about Joe Carbon. Joe is the owner of Good Old Fashioned Auto Repair. Joe, my friend, thank you for being here. I really do appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You want to get a little bit closer to that mic, Joe, so sure. they can they can catch you. So, so you and I have met eight nine years ago. It, it seems like a long time. I, I, I've been in the area seventeen, almost eighteen years. Um, I don't remember time Joe hasn't been here, right? <laughs> Is that fair? Twenty years. Twenty years. Right. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, I, I went to your website. Um, we haven't spoken a couple of years. I don't know why. I guess COVID just kind of put us apart or whatever. And, you know, um, I don't go to as many networking functions as I used to with, with the chamber. That's probably where we saw each other a lot. Um, so I went to your website because I wanted to refresh myself. Um, and then I saw your lovely wife. I apologize. I don't remember her name. Terry. Terry. Okay. I was expecting you to bring her, by the way. I mean, I got a chair for her. And you didn't bring her. I was expecting that, you understand. Um, but um, I saw both of you as this marketing um, expertise over the years. You had a way of making sure you were in and around where you thought you needed to be in and around to grow your business for many years. Would you say that's one of your strengths? Um. I would I would call it more like just being involved. Oh. Um, when I first started with uh, the Lake Norman Chamber, my plan was to be at everything. 
uh, a year. Be it everything. Be it everything. Be it everything. And a year later. I've never heard anybody say they're going to do that in the chamber. You understand? That's a tall tale to do, right? Yeah. Unless you get involved with too many chambers at the same time. <laughs> but if you, my key to success was just pick one. Yeah. And then be at everything you can possibly be at. And if you do that, people will get to know you quickly. And that whole no like trust yeah. happens. Don't sell, just make new friends. Right. And if you do that over and over and over again, it works. And uh, I would say by the, by the end of the first year, I became an ambassador for the Lake Norman Chamber. And that it caused me to be even more involved uh, and be at everything. Yeah. Okay. Now, there's like three different names you understand that I can I can attribute to you, right? Uh, so when I go to the website, you you tell me here, okay? I'm, I'm looking at the website and I see um, what's this? Uh, Mooresville and Lake Norman Auto Repair. Mm -hmm. Is that the core of the business? Yes. Uh, okay. And then I see Freedom Auto Repair. Am I reading that right? No. I'm trying to find that here. Good old, okay. No, 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 no. I see. Good old fashioned auto repair. Okay, got it. I was reading that wrong. Okay, got it. So, do you do the auto repairs? Because I didn't know you to be the guy that did the repairs. I thought you just helped me make sure they got done properly. Uh, that's, that's right on both. Both hands. So you'll uh, do, if you can do it, you'll do it. Uh, I've been a te automotive technician for 50 years. Wow. Started out with my dad when I was 13 years old. He don't have any hair, so you can't tell he's old. You, you understand <laughs> that, don't you? Okay. All right. Um, and these days, when I built this business, I wanted to run my business rather than be work in my business. I have vendor partners that are all the best of the best. They're all vetted by me. So there's literally nothing I can't do for my customers from your basic oil change, uh, major mechanical, paint and body, transmission diagnostic and overhaul. We do a lot of restoration work on older wow. and hot rod cars. Well, that, that would be fun. That'll he, be fun to see. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're yeah. going to get to that. We're yeah, going yeah. to we go, we go, we get to that. Okay. Don't ask him about that right now. <laughs> okay. But we're going to get to that whole section nice. of these old cars I see on your website. Okay. Um, but first, let's talk about all of the many, many um, people that are saying positive things about your company on your website. It all boils down to Joe is there to help me do whatever needs to be done. And most of the time, I don't even know what needs to be done. Joe's going to tell me and I'm going to trust him to do that, right? That, that seems to be the core of what it is you do, whether you're going to repair it or whether you're going to tell them where they need to go to repair that. Is that a, is that a fair description of your business? Mm, close. Um you, 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 you see how hard it is for me to define your business here, right? I'm struggling, Joe. That's I'm good. struggling. That's good. Uh, <laughs> let, let me say this. You, you said one word. And if you had to sum up why people use us, trust. Yeah. People trust us. Yeah. Simple as that. They trust me to get to know 
who they are in terms of their car, their lifestyle, their financial situation, get to know their car. And then once I do that, I put myself in that position based on what I know of you. And I say, if this was me, what would I do? So whatever's in your best interest is what I'll recommend. That's where the trust comes from. And if you, obviously, if you're reading our customer testimonials, and I always encourage It goes on and on and on and on. The testimonials will just, it's the who's who of of the area, right? Saying how wonderful... uh, uh, Joe and his and his wife are. And by the way, on Facebook, Bill Russell said you are a community treasure. Now I got to, I got to be honest with you, Joe. I, I'm a little jealous about that. <laughs> I mean, Bill Russell has never given me any props whatsoever, and you're a community treasure. Um, I would agree with Bill Russell on that, my friend. Thank you. Um, so describe this trust. Where does it come from that I'm going to trust you to tell me what to do with what is um, probably my third biggest investment that I would have? You know, in most cases, the car kind of fits around there, right? Um, why am I going to call Joe to have him have him give me that thought process? Um, well, there, let, let me let me start out by saying which came first, the chicken or the egg? Oh, Chris, Chris, Chris knows the answer to that. Okay. Chris, Chris has the answer to that. Well, on our, I'm curious about his responses. I'm curious what Joe's going to say about this. On our website. On Bill, our, Bill, if you're listening on Facebook, I want to know what can, I want Bill to give us the answer yeah, to yeah. this. Go right ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. On our website, we talk about which came first, the chicken or the egg. Were they friends first that became customers or were they customers that then became friends? Sometimes it's hard to remember which one they were first. Right. But at the end of the day, they all become family. And how do you treat family? You look out for their best interests. And we have quite the reputation of doing that. Um, On the average of twice a month, I have what's come to be known as a come to Jesus conversation where I'm where I'm saying to you, Joe, you're facing a, a, a four to $5,000 transmission overhaul on a van that has 250,000 miles on it. But What's I love next? the thing. The, 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 I just love it. It's like an old shoe. It feels good to me. But what can we do to talk you out of that vehicle and get you <laughs> into something that's going to spend more time in your garage than mine? Right, right. No. Got it. Okay. Wilton's got this now. You are listening to Local Biz Now. We'll be right back. Wilton is the man. Yeah. Crank it up, Wilton. Crank it up. Yeah. Welcome to the number one live talk fitness radio show in North Carolina. Mondays at 4 o'clock, we inspire, inform, and entertain. Because that's what we do. Yes, we do. News Talk WSIC. I'm here with Chris Villani, and I'm also here with uh, Joe Carbon. Uh, Joe, thank you, my friend, so much. We, I, I was you. having fun picking on you during the break because um, I'm confused more now than I ever was. This, As Bill Russell calls you the treasure of the community... I don't understand the business. And you gave me the secret sauce, which is it doesn't really matter where it goes. It doesn't matter. You are going to guarantee it's the way I need it, how I need it, period. So whether it goes to a dealer, whether it goes to Bobby's backyard, it doesn't matter. It will be done. It'll be done right. And you're going to guarantee it when it's all over with. That's correct. Hey, 
I got it. Yes. I finally got it. <laughs> I do want to say one thing. When it comes to like fixing cars or, or, or doing that, unless you're a mechanic, it's a confusing world out there. So when Joe brings up trust, that is really the defining um, thing when I think about Joe is because you can at least trust him. You'll, you'll, you hear the news, good or bad, but you know that you're getting it from a, a reliable source, someone who's going to tell you the way it is and not try to do something that you'll find out later maybe you didn't need. And I think a lot of people uh, in a world, again, where it's confusing, he gets rid of the noise and makes it easy for you to get something done that you may not want to do. And, and, and it's not easy because he's actually putting himself in for the decision yes. making, yes. which means he's yeah. trying to make a decision for right. me, which puts the burden on him right. to, to absolutely right. make a decision that I'll be comfortable when it's over with. Yeah, I mean, it's that, just, yeah. that, that is a tremendous amount of respect yeah. um, that you are giving your clients when you say, I got this, yeah. I got this, I can do this for you. They're not just money, it's not just a car, it's more than that. And every time I've seen or heard anything about Joe, I always get that, you can trust him. Uh, you know, no matter what it is, I feel like this this guy's gonna give it to me straight, I don't have to worry about it. It's one less thing off my table. If somebody wanted to reach you, my friend, because they got car trouble right now, today, the car doesn't run, all they're doing is listen to the radio right now, how can they get you, buddy? 704-799-0318. Or go to our website at GoFAR, G-O-F-A-R, short for good old-fashioned auto repair, guardianangels.com. Because that's what we are, the guardian angels of automotive service watching over you. Nice. Okay, so you got a list of some things you want to talk about. Um, and then we're going to talk about the old cars I see on the website. Okay? So what what is something that you would like to make sure people know about your business? Well, uh, let's get back to the conversation about trust again, okay? How much trust? Uh, I have customers that typically leave me car keys under their house doormat and then leave me sometimes blank signed checks under their house doormat. A couple of times a week, I hear, go ahead, Joe, I trust you, okay? That means more to me right. than the money that people feel that way because that's how I was brought up was to always do the right thing. And when that is validated yeah. with statements like that, um, I, I, and I must tell you something, Joe, that statement that, that people trust you yeah. is so heartwarming yes. for somebody like me that knows zero about a car. Right? right. So even if I was in front of a dealer that I trusted and they're talking to me, I would have no idea what information they were giving me. So I absolutely would want somebody like you yeah. to at least translate what the information is that, that they're giving me. Yeah. And that that trust, um, it, it is remarkable that you built that over the years. Yes. Um, I had a story, had a, a customer that went out of town for about a week and she left her Jaguar for me to take care of while she was gone. Um, I know her dogs and I know her whole family. So she had left me a blank sign check on her kitchen table. And uh, when I got done with the car, I brought it back to the house. And she says, well, do me a favor. You go in around the back of the house. I left the door unlocked. Your check is on on the kitchen table. Just call me and tell me how much it is. But while you're there, would you mind take letting my dogs out <laughs> to do their business and then just close up behind us? 
I, there were countless stories similar to right, that. Right, yeah, right. So, Joe, how did the business get started, right? How, how, because this is so unique. It's a unique way to intertwine this trust relationship, the mechanic skill set that you have, the, the hundreds of relationships that you have of mechanics throughout the area, right, and clients that want, that want to use your service. Where did this idea come from? Uh, it's kind of half and half. Uh, when I was uh, starting, if you out, say chicken and egg again, no, no, <laughs> okay. no. When I was when I was a kid, I worked for my dad, and uh, I was thirteen years old when I first started out. And uh, a few years later, he became a partner in an all German car repair shop in uh, Woodside, Queens, New York. And we did pickup and delivery, and we did that special kind of. Um, connection with our customers. They had a lot of customers in the um, uh, in the New York City area, uh, and so I kind of piggybacked off of that. He he passed away when I was eighteen, mm. but later on I started to put together what I had learned there and the opportunity here, and I said. I, I think I can do this, and I just kind of created it as I went along. But there is no blueprint for what I do. So how do you discern whether this is an auto repair company that you want to add to your mix uh, of service providers? How do you make that decision? How do you make mm. that call? Because you're essentially guaranteeing their work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's there's way. I, I wish those of you could see his face. That, that... <laughs> we don't, that was we a don't frustrating have, look. <laughs> we don't have the time. Put it that way. We don't have the time. Um there, most most of my shops take one to two years to completely vet before we really hit the ground running. Well, um, my longest my longest running partner is almost is eighteen years. Wow. we've been we've been working together. I I have a tendency to hang on to them for a long time. Nice, interesting. What do you want to tell somebody that's thinking about starting business? What, would, what advice would you give them? Well, I can only say what I know about working in the Lake Norman area because this is such a unique community. I agree with that. And I've, I've absolutely loved it. Um, as an ambassador, we see lots of new people coming into the chamber each month. Uh, I try to get them to understand that the last thing you want to do is sell, okay? Uh, go out to every function you can be to and make friends. Yeah. Do nothing more than make friends. And when you're, when you're going through that making friends process, find more, get them talking more than you talk. Find out about them. Get to know them intimately. And if you do that, Everything else just takes care of itself. Yeah. However, it is a long time consuming process. Sure. And you have to accept that going in. I can remember years ago when I was uh, I went to a orientation at the chamber, somebody walked up to me and, and, and there was a group of people around us and said, hey, Joe, you know, how would you recommend I get started networking? And I really didn't have an answer. Right. You know, I was thinking through one and somebody standing next to me said, go follow Joe Carbon around. <laughs> <laughs> you are the example yes. of, of what to do and, yeah. and how to network, my friend. Yes. Thank you. So um, we've got a couple of minutes left, right? So I, I can't help it. 
I go to your website, I see these old cars. I see some of them, it looks like you'd been working on them. I look like clients were also working on some of them. Tell me about the amount of old cars that you work with and, and work on, because it, it looks like that's a fun part of your business. I love the projects. Um, they're challenging, but I love the projects. Because those could be like year-long projects on a particular car like that, right? Some, some more than that. Um, there's, there's a Volkswagen on there that started out as a... The white one that I'm looking white at? white one, yeah. yes. Okay. Um, he bought that car before he called me. And well, that was his first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> You um, won't well, say it, Joe, because you're too nice. I'll say well, it. Whoops. <laughs> there was, he asked me to, he had, he had read all of our, uh, our um, uh, customer and testimonials. Yeah. And by the way, every time I deal with someone new, I always encourage them before they use us, go to our testimonial section and see what our customers have to say about us. But be careful. You, make, you need to make a pot of coffee. Because you're going to be there a long time. Absolutely, yeah. Yes. And that usually gets gets some uh, some interest in wanting to know right. more about who we are and yeah. what we do. Um, so, in any event, David, um, he he did his due diligence, called me, said, "You're my guy." I say, "Great, I appreciate that trust going in, and we've just met." Um, went and took his car for a ride, and there was like a shopping list this long. And uh, it was just, it, he, he had bought himself a car that somebody else had been playing with. Right. Okay. Right. And wow, did we open up a can of worms. It took, a, it took probably seven, eight uh, months to get all the mechanical stuff. Then I took it back to him. Enjoy it for the summer, David. And oh, then Will's we'll got that, that, that car on, on, on Facebook right yeah. now. It's just okay. a great... Uh, th thank you so much, my friend, for being on this thank show. You. I really do appreciate it. It's yes. great seeing you again. It's been a while. You as well. Yep. Now that my car is getting older, we'll be in touch again. <laughs> hit it. Hit it, Wilton. Br bring it on. Bring it on, Wilton. Yeah. Inspire, inform, entertain. News Talk WSIC. Because that's what we do. If it's Friday afternoon, your business matters. We will see you next week.